Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Man, did we start a shitstorm yesterday with the show. That's going to kind of parlay into today. Folks, cutesy time is over, as you well know. It's been over on this show, Joe, for, I don't know, about eight years now. We we stopped cutesy time. We put an official, the official end was about eight years ago. Um, Man, we fired it up. So much so, I'm working out this morning. Today was kind of an upper body day. I was a little sore, but I powered through it. Did a locals video. You want to see how horrible I looked when I was there. Sweat everywhere. I got out of the sauna. And I'm watching some TikTok videos in there because, you know, I got to find out what the young kids are talking about. That's why the show is kind of always ahead of the uh, curve here. And there's a guy on TikTok with a pretty good following trying to come after our video yesterday, but not really saying it's us. He's like, don't worry about it, man. Cyber attack, EMP, end of the world, Obama talking about it, China infiltrating uh, the Pentagon and the military assets around the world and their cyber systems. Don't worry, these people. It's just clicks. I'm like, who's this guy? Who is this moron? Is we st- That thing went nuclear yesterday. I got a lot to talk about. Big show. Hunter Biden didn't show up for the thing. Just happened a few minutes ago. Everybody take it east on that one, too. My pillow, the six-piece towel set's only $29.98 with promo code Dan. And this week only, my is offering free shipping on all orders. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials or call 1-800-637-4982. I got that. Uh, and, and also, I need a little favor from you about the Rumble story. Because Rumble is taken off, folks. We had 100,000 people here. We were the biggest stream in the entire United States. Forget me. It's not about me. It's about the Rumble story. There's a reason people don't want to talk about it. So I need you guys to help us spread the word because this has really been an amazing story. Hey, using the internet without ExpressVPNs, like forgetting to mute yourself on Zoom and everyone hears you trash talking to your coworkers. No good. It may just be a bit of harmless banner, but what happens if your boss overhears you talking about his receding hairline? Internet service providers? They know every single website you visit. That's why I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your network data through a secure encrypted tunnel so your ISP can't see or sell your online activity. It's really simple to use too. Just fire up the app, click one button. It's rated number one by CNET and TechRadar. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. Everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can then be protected. Folks, it's important to me. I like my privacy. That's why I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. Protect your online privacy today. Do what I do. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. And it is showtime. So first, I need a small favor from you. Folks, we got to spread the rumble story. This parallel economy thing is super important to me. It's growing. I own paralleleconomy.com. I own a lot of equity in rumble. I know I have a vested interest in it sometimes. You know, I wish I didn't because I, I, the implications there, this is some kind of money-making endeavor to me. If it is, I would have sold my stock already and walked away with 200 plus million dollars. I didn't do that because this isn't about the money to me. This is about building an ecosystem where us, this family of people who believe in the God-given right to free speech can speak out. We did something really special today. You guys joined me on a show yesterday on honestly a flat, can we all agree, fellas, a totally flat news day? On an interesting yeah. show, but it was a shit news day. Let's just be honest. The show was, we put 100,000 people in here. No one's doing that. Nobody but us. And that's because Rumble is the new home of free speech. Tell that story. Help us. We need it. 
It's important to us. So um, also today, Hunter Biden didn't show up for the hearing. I put this out on Twitter and True Social. He was supposed to have the deposition today. You can see this Fox News story. Just happened before we get on the air. Listen, I need a favor from you. Two quick takeaways today before we get started with the meat and potatoes in yesterday's show. Because yesterday's show started a shitstorm. And now I'm going to tell you what the aftermath is going to look like. If you ignore these warnings, China takes out our grid. We wind up a third world country and a Chinese Communist Party government winds up lording over us. I'm going to show you what it's going to look like. If you take the advice of these losers who don't know jack shit about what they're talking about. But two quick takeaways. Number one, don't sweat this Hunter Biden stuff. Don't. I've got a lot of people on Twitter like, oh, he got away with it again. He didn't get away with anything. Ladies and gentlemen, I put this on social before. The Biden reputation is absolute garbage. The polls don't lie. The guy is the least popular president in modern American history. Why? Why? Because of the hard work you, thank you, you, thank you sincerely are putting in on social media, constantly highlighting the scumbags these people are. Everyone who says to you, oh, nothing's happening. Okay, nothing is going to happen in the DOJ with Hunter Biden. I agree. Is he going to find himself in prison? I doubt it. He may. That's not the point. The point is we need to beat these guys and unplug them from power so they can stop ruining our lives. And whatever you're doing is working. He didn't show up today. Of course, he's not going to show up. Is he going to be a contempt of court? Is he going to find himself in jail? Probably not. Just keep hammering away. Keep hammering away. And second, a lot of people are upset about this Harvard president story, Claudine Gay, who didn't resign. Folks, don't lose any sleep over that either. Harvard's reputation is now complete shit. People at Harvard who are supposed to be the thought leaders of tomorrow needed context to describe to them what genocide is. So we have to explain to you what genocide is and we're supposed to hire you. That Harvard diploma, did work's been done. It's almost good she didn't resign. Let Harvard live with this lady now forever. Good for you. You can live with Claudine Gay, who needs genocide explained to her while you're here. Here's what's going to happen, folks. You're going to see, like, imagine here. Imagine my book, Follow the Money. Imagine this is a Harvard diploma on the wall. Here's what's going to quietly happen with a bunch of people from Harvard now when people come in their office for meetings and stuff. Dude, tell me I'm, you're laughing. You know what I'm saying is right. I do, but I like it. I like the way you did. That's exactly what's going to happen. Don't panic over This is actually a good thing. Harvard made a choice. The lady who runs our school full of morons, the lady who runs this place that needs genocide explained to her. Don't lose any sleep over this. So yesterday we did a show about this uh, a Barack Obama-produced movie uh, called uh, Leave the World Behind. Man, did that invite a conversation. You don't have to believe me. Just put my name in Twitter or Truth, and you'll see everybody was talking about yesterday's show. I think it's why we had 100,000 people here yesterday watching. My point to you yesterday summed up, not to repeat the show, you can go watch the whole thing, of course, but so we know where we're starting here, was that I find it really troubling that a guy who was the president of the United States, even though he sucked, Barack Obama, but unquestionably had access to classified information and knows what the biggest threats to the United States are, that Barack Obama found this specific movie and the novel it was based on, he found this so interesting that apparently when he interviewed with the director, the director said, he quote, Obama scared the F out of him. 
Scared the F out of him with what? Probably with information Obama knew about how big this cyber threat, uh, threat, EMP attack threat in the United States is. Uh, Folks, we just... He's like my ombudsman. Uh, Am I doing this wrong? Thank you. Folks, I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to scare. Listen to me. If you get prepared, you don't have to be scared. No one here should should be running around with their hair on fire. The chances of the world ending are thankfully very low, but they're not non-existent. Someone told me I need to stop yelling as much. I'm just passionate about this. One of my favorite books is The Black Swan by Nassim Taleb. You don't have to like him. He says some stuff I don't agree with. Used to drive Joe crazy with this book. But there are black swan events that happen. Very rare events. The reason you want to prevent black swan events from happening, ladies and gentlemen, is because the outcome of those those events is freaking death. Perfect example to this dipshit on TikTok who was like, he was referring to me, he didn't say my name directly, he started attacking Tucker Carlson, who feels the same way I do. You damn well better get prepared for a cyber attack and EMP. Not because the chances are highly likely, but because you'll be dead if it happens. The perfect analogy is a plane crash. Why do people fear a plane crash so much? Joe, what's the likelihood of you being in a plane crash? Yeah, not too much, dude. Not too much, dude, is right. The It's infinitesimally small. Why do people, why are they afraid of it? They're afraid of it because the chances of you dying in a plane crash are like 99%. If, and it's a hard way to die. You stand a much greater likelihood traveling by car. The reason people are more afraid of a plane crash is they feel like they can control in a car accident. They're under, even though they can, even though the chances are, you get the point, you can't control in a plane. You're like, oh shit, I'm dead, it's going down. And this is really bad. People don't wake late, sit up at night thinking about car accidents because they feel like they can control it. Oh, I'll hit the brake, the airbag will go off, may not not be too bad. Planes scare the crap out of people, even though the likelihood is infinitesimally small. So what do they do? They prepare. They fix the planes. Planes are overhauled every certain hours because they don't want a black swan event to happen because you'll be freaking dead. That's why I did yesterday's show. These people are trying to tell us something. I want to play this clip yesterday. Eva, I never say her last name right. I'm sorry. Eva V. I think she was by Eva VLAA on Twitter. She was on Steve Bannon's war room yesterday talking about exactly this. How the World Economic Forum and others have been warning about a cyber pandemic. We've been warned through the Washington Post, New York Times, and PBS about China cyber attacks. It's in the left-wing newspapers, bro. It's not Dan Bongino's freaking conspiracy theory. New York Times, China infiltrating military installation. It's your papers. Here's Eva V talking about exactly what we said yesterday. Hey, man, listen, this kind of sounds like a freaking warning, like they're preparing us for something. Take a listen. And this was a video in which they supposedly warned us for a uh, cyber pandemic. Interesting uh, choice of words there. And they detail what could happen if we are under a cyber attack and that the only way that we could solve an attack like that would be to disconnect everything and everyone completely from the internet. And now you can imagine what would happen if you disconnect everyone from the internet, right? We, uh, 
we would see everything just basically going into chaos immediately. Nothing would work anymore. Um, even something as simple as like, you know, traffic lights or uh, ambulances or any type of control or communication system that goes online would work, would stop to work. So I figured this seems to me like a classic case of predictive programming, where not just the World Economic Forum, but now also through movies and, you know, fictional stories, they are trying to prepare the public to the idea of cyber attacks and the potential chaos that could come with that. Yes, yes. Oh, Eva van der Blinger. I can never say, I'm sorry. It's not, I don't want to mess up your name. Believe me, my last name is Bongino. Everybody calls me Bongino. It's okay. I, I, thank you. This woman is very bright. It sounds like predictive programming, which is kind of a more eloquent way of saying exactly what we did yesterday's viral show about. Why is Obama producing a movie about the end of the world and, quote, scaring the fuck out of the director? With what? His creative telenovela writing? Probably information he got when he was in the White House. Why is the World Economic Forum doing... If this is all a conspiracy theory and we're all morons, like TikTok guy, why am I saying... Because the guy's a jerk. He's a... Everything to this guy is a conspiracy theory. Everything. These, keep in mind, these are the same guys who told you Putin wouldn't invade Ukraine, China's not going to cross the strait, and that no one's going to fly planes into buildings. You believe these people, you're going to get yourself killed. Remember that movie, World War Z? It's a zombie movie. I get it. I like it. It's campy. It's kind of like, it's one of my faves, right? It's based on a book. The book's totally different, but either way, it's good. World War Z, when the zombie apocalypse happens, Brad Pitt's in Israel, and he's trying to figure out how the Israelis built this wall to keep the zombies out. And the guy's talking about the uh, 10th man. How when there's 10 people in the room and they all agree, one is obligated to take the other side. And he says at the end, we never think anything's going to happen until it does. You're telling me it's an unlikely scenario that China would try to wipe out our cyber grid, despite the fact that almost every mainstream outlet has been reporting on China's threatening our cyber grid for the last five years. You got to be a moron to believe that. So rather than repeating what we did yesterday, what does that look like? What happens? I mean, this is a, I, I was sitting there yesterday putting together today's show and I'm sitting at my kitchen table and I started to think to myself, it's unfair to the audience telling them to prepare, but not what to prepare for, because what would it look like? Now, I will say this, the chances of a cyber attack or an EMP, although small, are not insignificant. The chances of China taking over the entire landmass of the United States are probably pretty slim. But I think I'm obligated to show you what it would look like because this is what China looks like right now. Let's get this party started. CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. If China were to take over or some totalitarian type government here, you may not, you'll get a central bank currency that's monitored, just a surveillance tool. Your money will be an app on a phone. You'll sit there, you'll tap on the app. Everybody will know everything you spend your money on. Movies, porn, guns, weed, whatever it is. You probably won't be allowed to buy any of that. I don't know, whatever. You, maybe that's your thing. Social credit scoring. You won't even be able to get toilet paper in a bathroom without it. 
Joe's like, what are you crazy? Joe's like, wait, I know where you're going with that. Cause I cut a video. Just you think I'm nuts. Oh, Joe doesn't. Cause he gets to see this stuff early. I'm not kidding. Censorship. Oh damn. We're doing that already. This is my point. Remember Vichy France? You, you, think it's, you think it's impossible that the United States, after a massive cyber attack, internal strife, and say a nuclear strike or an EMP attack, after the country's in total chaos, you think it's impossible that a bunch of left-wing lunatic governments wouldn't just collude with a bunch of chai and say, hey, help us get our back on our feet over here? I mean, you guys got a great governing system. You really think that's impossible? The same people who put American citizens in jail and censored them. You think they wouldn't cooperate in a heartbeat in a communist style system to destroy you and your freedom? Man, give me a break, bro. Yeah, right. Exactly. Justin brings up a great point. He's like, we don't need to cooperate with them. It's happening right now. Everything I just told you is happening right now. They want CBDCs. There's already a de facto social credit score. They're already censoring us and they already weaponized the government. And they're already working with China. We always bring receipts, man. I scoured the internet yesterday and I found some good video for you. Here's what it's going to look like if we collapse and these people come in here and get a foothold in cooperation with a bunch of liberal progressive tyrants. How do you feel about jaywalking? Jaywalking, not a big deal, right? It's kind of a way of life in New York. I don't remember ever crossing the street. Oh, what is it? Cross on the green, not in between. Was that? You know, whatever it was. I don't remember ever crossing. I would just, I, I used to call it the New York slip. The New York slip is when you cross in travel. I'm not recommending you do this. As a matter of fact, don't you will probably be killed. I'm just telling you it's what I did. And my brother got hit by a car doing this actually twice. So don't do it. But jaywalking in China is such a big deal. If you do it, the AI and all this stuff uses facial recognitions and shames you right away. No, that's not going to happen. Okay, take a look. Don't get public shamed. There it is. Look at this guy. Oof, got him. Oh, oh. Got her, dude. Oh, no. (laughs) So just so you guys know, do not jaywalk in China. You will be shamed. (laughs) Listen, this show took me a long time to put together yesterday. A long time. I had to go to a little uh, soiree last night for a local councilman who's leaving his job. So I had to kind of really get going and cracking early. I scoured the internet for some of the, I saw thousands of these videos, but I want to really highlight to you what the aftermath would look like and why this is a big deal. Us hardening our personal, listen to this word, these words, personal infrastructure. I'm not talking about roads and bridges. I'm talking about hardening your personal infrastructure. If there is a cyber attack and an EMP and comms are wiped out, the United States can survive and likely will. But it's not going to survive if we lose 50% of our population to starvation and an internal civil war. You will not panic and you'll hold it down if you have your firearms, you have your food, you have your water, and you have your kids. It's a fact. We'll get back on our feet. But you've got to harden your personal infrastructure or this shit will be coming your way. You want to lose points? Points? What points? You want a big social credit scoring here? Where you're, you're, you're basically right now, you've got a credit score, right? Most people have what, 650 to 800? You get a credit score. What if you had a credit score for your entire life? And if that credit score were to creep down, you're not even allowed on trains and movies or anywhere else. Where's that happening? The answer is it's coming here. 
but it's already happening over in China. Quick break, and I'll show you that video next. You want that stuff here? Wow, that was quick. Dude was right on <laughs> Justin, intern Justin's like working on his happy hands next. I target Cube. Hey, remember the video of the dude I showed you thwarting a home invasion out in California? That guy was prepared, man. He was ready. But the thing is, he was trained. Guns and gear are great, but honestly, without the training, they're paperweights. You got to train. Do what I do. Use the iTarget cube. You're not going to find a better system out there. What's great about the cubes is you can place them in different spots. It's more realistic. Practice clearing drills, sequential drills, set it to random mode, test your skills against multiple targets while the system times your speed. Right now, save 20%. Folks, I really recommend this. Pick this up. The iTarget cube. Plus, you get free shipping with the offer code DAN20. It's DAN20 at checkout. Just go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T pro.com, itargetpro.com. Itarget comes in most calibers, from 9mm all the way to 223. Train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. Highly recommended. That's the letter I, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code DAN20, DAN20, save yourself some dollars there. Itarget, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Great system. Watch this. You want this here? I want you to watch this Vice HBO video. This uh, this uh, gentleman over there in China is going to buy train tickets. But I guess he was jaywalking or whatever he was doing. So his social score is down. He's not sure if he has enough of a social score in China that he can get on a freaking train. You want this here? Watch. The system might have caused him to suffer, but Zhang is unwavering in his support for the government's push to score him. Only through this system can we discipline those who can't discipline themselves. By 2020, China plans to track, rate, reward, and punish all of its citizens, essentially turning every personal experience into a transaction. Does my ID work? Hang on! Not that Zhang minds. He's got his high score back. Yes, you can buy tickets! Oh, thanks. At least for now. After doing all the good deeds like donations and such to gain points, I can now buy high-speed train tickets. I'm finally a normal person. I totally forgot I asked Joe to translate that. I was enjoying, the, forget the video, I was just enjoying Joe's translation. But I don't even know what they said. I mean, moving on to a different topic completely. I was so distracted by Joe's translation. It's so hilarious how he ups his tone. To imitate the lady behind the counter. Yes, you can buy tickets. And he goes back to the guy's voice. Dude, that was freaking hilarious. You got to rewind that, folks. Go back and watch that again. Because again, the content part, it was supposed to be about the content. Don't get spied on by China. Really, that whole segment was about Joe's translation. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you for doing that. I know I asked you to do it. I forgot I said it on voicemail. I leave them a voicemail on what to do about the show. That's, that's amazing. The guy can't, doesn't even know. He's like, gee, you think I can get on a train today? I'm not sure. I jaywalked a few weeks ago, whatever it is. Oh, look, my social scores are. And he's not even mad about it. I'm finally a normal. I know. It's funny you said it. I took a note. It says it right here. I swear. Look, I'm a bit normal. I wanted to highlight that. I'm fine. But he, do you notice he doesn't seem mad about it? Why am I bringing that part up? He doesn't seem mad about it because, folks, this is the progressive, vichy liberal today in America. If our system falls and the Chinese Communist Party was to get even a basic foothold in Guam or Hawaii or even in an American state while everything's in chaos, I'm telling you, you would have people like this guy playing along. 
oh man, this is so great. Look, my score is up. I'm back. They would love it. They would, what's that? The masks, he says, the COVID vax. Everybody was like, I love putting a mask on. Does it work? No, but look at me. I'm part of the club. Like it's like the Mickey Mouse Club or something. You're going to have these kind of idiots. You want this shit here? This is what, I'm just warning you, this is what the aftermath looks like. And again, to be clear, the probability of a CCP takeover of the entire landmass, that's the United States, is infinitesimally small. But you better damn well know what the Black Swan event looks like so you can freaking prevent it and ensure your personal infrastructure. Because the likelihood of a cyber attack or an EMP causing a whole shit ton of chaos is not that small, relatively speaking to global threats. <sighs> this one's crazy. You want to use a public bathroom over in China? This is absolutely nuts. They're using facial ID and artificial intelligence right now, not just to detect you from jaywalking. Again, I went through the, these are some of the best ones I found. You want this here? You go into the bathroom to take a leak? Watch this. You got to get, in order to get in there, you got to show your face on these ID scanners. Look at this. This is crazy. You're out. You've been drinking too much tequila. If you were allowed to buy it with your central bank digital currency, you got to take a leak or something like that. You got to scan. What if it finds you in the bathroom at three o'clock in the morning in a public park? You're going to be accused of some kind of crime. You're going to be on some government surveillance list. Now, in case you think this can't get any worse, what about if you, you know, I don't know, maybe you ate some spicy food or something. Maybe you had some Tex-Mex that didn't really agree with you. And maybe it's not just uh Maybe it's more than that. Yeah, maybe you had some. Maybe you had some of that chicken that you didn't like. Didn't go over well. Maybe uh, you had some foe that you didn't disagree with you. You need some toilet paper. Well, good luck. You better scan your face for that too. You think I'm messing with you, right? I did a look. Watch this. Wait, watch, watch. Here it comes. What is he scanning his face for? There it is. There it is. And what happens if you're, you know. Uh, what happens if you have to scan your face four or five times? Are they like, man, bro, you better clean up your diet. Your cholesterol is going to be a little high. This is the kind of surveillance state that's coming here. Listen, I know I get it. Like this, this is like, this is like the funny stuff, but this is happening. This is what the aftermath in a fallen United States with Vichy libs and a bunch of CCP folks this is exactly what it would look like. Here, this one is a tr total trip. Here's a bunch of kids. They go to the lunch line, right? Look at this. Watch what they got to do to get lunch. Look at them. They got to scan their faces. They got to go get lunch. And, and uh, yeah, to med drop your mask, little kids. If kiddies. I had to pay with my face, I'd starve. Yeah, you would. You would definitely be dead. They would take food for you. They'd follow you back to your house and steal the rest of your food. You'd be dead in a week. Look at this. Look at this shit. They got to they gotta scan their faces. No scan, no lunch. Yeah, unbelievable. This You want this stuff here? No good score, no food. Now, again, I'll say to this TikTok dude, when he, and he's like a big, you know, tough guy on Twitter. He's always like, and I love when people talk about stuff they don't know. Um, don't know. My prior line of work was all about continuity of government stuff and things we actually know. Why do you think I'm so concerned about this? You really think we need the clicks? We could sit here all day and cover the Hunter Biden story and all this other stuff. But I'm kind of interested in you surviving an apocalypse. It's kind of a priority to me because continuity of government is already an established plan. The government, I promise you, I 
I promise you, has a plan to take care of itself. Where you come into the mix is a totally separate story. Because you don't. No, we do. No, you don't. You don't. Your personal infrastructure is the only thing that's going to save you. So I'll be here, folks. And lib commies will welcome them. Be the Vichy libs, man. They will welcome this stuff right in. And China's dog walking us right now, folks. They are dog walking shitty U.S. politicians. I'm going to go through this coming up. And this is what worries me. This is what worries me about this entire system that could come here if we were to fail. The first person to win the quantum race to quantum computing and the artificial intelligence race, the first, excuse me, first country to do it, folks, is going to be, it's going to be like the nuclear era versus pre-nuclear. Don't think for a second these naysayers, oh, these guys are just out there being hysterical. Really? Explain to me how. If they beat us in the quantum and AI race and have a super intelligence behind them, how we wouldn't be like a bunch of fish shot in a barrel. Explain to me how. I'd love to hear you explain that away. Let me take my last break and I'm going to get to that. I'm going to run this. This is, again, this is the part of the show going to be a little tough to take. I'm not saying we can't fix this and that there's not a way out of this. I'm just telling you that we better get going quick and realize the threat we're in. Folks, the holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com, save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Bongino at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, delicious, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, mm. gourmet jumbo franks, even easy to prepare meals that are ready in a flash. I'm hungry. Omaha Steaks ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks, it's a gift from the heart. A gift will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide. It's big savings. Plus, use promo code Bongino at checkout, and you get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, pick them up really good. Our last sponsor today, before we get back to this, look, this is serious. We've seen an increase in mall shootings. Streets and neighborhoods aren't safe. Violent crime is up across the nation. You've seen these stories as well. We've had them on the show of good guys protecting their families. And what happened? The good guys are in jail. Their gun license is taken away. Now more than ever, you got to be fully, fully prepared to protect yourself and your loved one. Most people really aren't, folks. Candidly, you got to be prepared for the mental, physical, and legal ramifications of self-defense. It's your obligation. It's why I'm a member of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association and have been for years. Because owning a firearm, it's just not enough anymore. Join the USCCA and get instant access to life-saving education, training, and the legal preparation you need. You need as a gun owner. Plus, new members get a free Pelican gun vault just for joining today. Perfect. And check this out. Joining as a platinum or elite level member gets you a second bonus, 100% free. So you'll be getting a life-saving education, training, legal preparation, the Pelican gun vault, and a USCCA survival kit too. Claim yours today by visiting uscca.com slash Bongino and get signed up. That's uscca.com slash Bongino and get the peace of mind you've been searching for, uscca.com slash Bongino. All right, back to the show. Addressing the naysayers, anyone out there, even some of you listening today, and fair enough, you may be like, oh, Dan, the threat of China taking us out, cyber attack, 
EMP. It's all bullshit. None of that's going to happen. Okie dokes, man. You do you. I'll do me. I'm just asking you for a favor. Don't come knocking on my door when you're like, you got to scrap a PB&J. My kids are starving. I feel bad for your kids, but I got my kids to worry about. Really sorry. I warned you. You didn't listen. Here, this is a, a segment from Epic TV. It's a short one, but it's about quantum computing and AI. If they beat us here, if they beat us, China, or anyone else for that matter, folks, I got news for you. We're effed big time. Take a look. Is the U.S. losing its edge in science and technology? A security think tank highlighted that concern in its Thursday report. The key findings? From quantum computing to hypersonic missiles and future technologies, China is surging ahead. And whoever gets the breakthrough first, first wins. Okay. Actually, that's not what China's doing. They are maneuvering in all technology worldwide, both offensively and defensively, to generate a competitive advantage. I mean, how, 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 much, how much clearer you need to hear this? This is like inventing the simple machines with a bunch of cavemen who don't even understand fire. If you understand the inclined plane, the pulley system, and the caveman doesn't even know how to build a fire, I've got news for you. You're going to wipe them out. It'd be like fighting monkeys. No, and I don't mean Planet of the Ape monkeys. I mean like monkeys who are just monkeys. Why? I mean, think about it. Why are we the superior race on planet Earth? Perfect. Joe, can I make it any simpler? Why? We're not the we're not the strongest. We're not the fastest. We're not the biggest. Why? Apes, lions, tigers. You put us in a cage with a late ape, lion, lion, or tiger. It's over. Why are we superior? Because of our freaking brain buckets, our intelligence. So you're telling me the country that creates an artificial intelligence, millions of times smarter than us, somehow we're still going to win? Based on what? What are you basing that on? You have no evidence to back up that ridiculosity. Let me describe to you here. This is the best way I've seen it done. This is 60 Minutes, so the SAR network, but give him a pass on this. This is Michio Kaku, a scientist. He's describing to Scott Pelley in 60 Minutes the difference between computing right now and digital bits and quantum computing. And it's, folks, it's night and day. It's figuratively night and day. Watch this. Let's look at a classical computer calculating how a mouse navigates a maze. It is painful. One by one, it has to map every single left turn, right turn, left turn, right turn before it finds the goal. Now, a quantum computer scans all possible routes simultaneously. This is amazing. How many turns are there? Hundreds of possible turns, right? Quantum computers do it all at once. Folks, you're talking about a computing power millions of times faster than anything we've seen. Well, Dan, what does that mean? Let me give you just an easy example. I can give you hundreds, but I'll give you one now. You have money in the bank? You have a 401k? You in the chatsters out there? Where is that money? Oh, it's money in a bank. Is it money? Is it actual cash? No, no, it's not. What is it? Well, it's digital, but I know it's there. You sure? How do you know it's there? You ever tried to get it? Oh, it's Joe said, right. It's an entity. All right. How, what would happen if the bank's digital code, the master code that said how much money you have in your 401k, what would happen if a quantum computer for China cracked that code and scrambled it so that Justin here got your money? How are you going to get it back? 
Oh, no, I've got like a paper receipt or something like that. Oh, really? Good luck with that. Good luck when people go to their computer and print up a bunch of paper receipts going, look, me too. Look, I've got it too. Folks, the world would fall apart in a minute. These people can beat us. You don't think they can. You're living in a fantasy land. People have been warning about this forever, by the way. Here's Senator Ron Johnson. This is a good clip. It's short. But warning about this central bank digital currency and how China's doing it. They're already monitoring everything right now. If our system falls apart here, it'll only be minutes before they swoop in and go, hey, we've got a better idea. Try this system out. Check this we out. We can gain control. We, we can start doing things like uh, vaccine passports and we can restrict your tra- travel. I mean, people ought to be very concerned because now, now what are we going through? A potential bank crisis? Be very concerned about a central bank digital currency where they can just turn on and turn off your ability to purchase certain goods based on your social credit score. That's what happens in China. Do we want that in the U.S.? I think there's certainly people, the technocrats in the U.S., that would like to see that. And with this banking crisis, all of a sudden we're we're insuring every deposit, no matter how large. Um, start asking some questions. Be skeptical. Why did I play that? Chatsters, why did I play that? Because Ron Johnson's a super smart guy. He was actually in business before he got in the U.S. Senate. He's not a moron like some of these other guys. Johnson's talking about this bank crisis, how the government used it as an excuse to just come in and basically wipe out liabilities and say, yeah, we'll just pay it all off and you can pay us back later, the FDIC. Sounds kind of like what I'm warning you about in this show, right? China comes in with a quantum computing AI system, wipes out bank records for millions of Americans. Chaos ensues later on. The liberals come in, the Vichy liberals. Hey, look, the Chinese Communist Party has a great system. They have a central monitored bank currency here. Why don't we use that? Reestablish faith in the system. Folks, here's your United States money to back up all the Federal Reserve notes you lost. It's a new kind of money. No, that'll never happen here. It's already happening overseas. It's already happening. Here's Eva V in a comeback video, our second one today. Because I had the other one, actually, I picked afterwards and put first. Here she is warning about CBDCs and social credit scoring systems coming here. Folks, this stuff should freak you out because it's likely to happen. No, but because it could happen. And black swan events are what get you dead and violate the number one rule of the Dan Bongino show, which is don't get dead. Take a look. So what's the, the next step is that it, it's not just your vaccine data, of course, or your vaccination record. It's everything else. And why do we think that they are monitor, monitoring our carbon emissions right now? Yes. Because, well, you know, they're saying they're doing it to raise awareness. So, of course, nobody raises awareness for free. It's so that that information can be used and that you can be, again, controlled and monitored and limited in your freedom. So once that digital identity is there, combined with central bank digital currencies, if I stand here at the bar and I want to order a cheeseburger or a steak or whatnot, and I do that only with my central bank digital currencies because I have no other means of paying it, it immediately can register, oh, okay, this is Ava. She just ordered a burger that is so many carbon credits that we are going to detract from her accounts. And next time that I try to buy one and I've surpassed my limit, it's just uh, CBDCs don't work today because you've surpassed your limit. Do you want to buy more, dear? Do you want to buy more credits? Yeah, and then they'll make money off it. And then they'll make money off of it. Yes, 
Yeah, she's absolutely right. This is a big grifting scam to not only take over the economy and control what you eat, what you do, where you travel, but also to get you to funnel your money, the new CBDC, back to the government so they can allocate it, not you. Oh, you want to travel to France? Well, sure, no problem, but you're over your carbon allotment. How do you know that? Oh, we've been following you through the central bank digital currency. You can buy more credit, so that'll be $100,000 payable to the United States government. Like a tax? No, no, in addition to the tax. Folks, this is catching on around the world. I've got news for you. Probably upwards of 50% of the global population right now is living under governments that are not only fully advocating, but pushing for this new totalitarian future. That if things collapse here, it'll be implemented like that tomorrow as a way to rescue everyone. Oh, look, society collapsed. Hey, folks, we'll get you back to normal. Just sign on to this new system. Here's the IMF director, a guy named Bo Lee, the IMF deputy managing director. I want you to listen when he's asked a question about social credit scoring systems. This guy's the International Monetary Fund Managing Director. And he talks about the China social credit scoring scoring system, the toilet paper, bathroom, jaywalking system I just showed you. I want you to listen how he talks about this like it's the greatest thing ever. These globalist great reset people are not kidding. The only reason the left calls it a conspiracy theory is because they don't want you to notice. That's it. They talk about it openly. Nothing I've showed you today is anything other than their own words. Take a look. Well, I can give you one example in China because I personally experienced it, right? Those transaction data can be utilized by service providers in credit underwriting in the sense that, you know, those transaction data in terms of how many coffee I drink every day, where I buy coffee? Do I use uh, Uber every day? And what kind of working hours I have? Those non-traditional data can be very useful for financial service providers to give me a credit score. And based on a credit score, the financial service provider give me a credit line without any face-to-face -face due diligence. That's a big saving because traditionally, you know, banks, they need to do due diligence. They need to meet with us face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. They need to even visit my home if you want to give me a home equity loan, right? Uh -huh. So there's a lot of cost associated with traditional credit underwriting. But the non-traditional credit underwriting is based on data. And there is no need for face-to-face -face meeting. Just listen to their own words, folks. The World Economic Forum, the Obama people, the Biden people, the Great Reset guy, Klaus Schwab, the IMF people. These are very powerful globalist institutions. They're not conspiracy theories. They're very real entities. Listen to the guy. He sounds almost excited about the idea that in the future they'll surveil, they'll surveil excuse me, all of your financial transactions. So don't worry, Justin, if you need a car loan, you don't got to come in for the car loan. We'll already know everything about you. He notice how he talks about it like this is a great thing. He's like, there's no need for the face-to-face -face interaction. We're just going to spy on you all the time. You heard what I heard, right? They're acting like this is like a great thing. Folks, we better get our shit together, man. This China system is coming here. Believe me, there is nothing Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders would love more. Why do you think they're fighting against Bitcoin? There is nothing they would love more than to have this system hit us right in the nuts right here. And in case you think like everything's all hunky-dory, 
oh, don't worry, everything's okay. The media would certainly call it out. I know you don't think that there's probably some liberal moron in the chat who believes that. Oh, the media wouldn't let that happen. The media loves tyranny. The New York Times defended the Soviet Union for 50 years. What are you kidding me? There are media people who hid the Holocaust, everything. Give me a break. The media's not going to tell you squat. I'm warning you about this parade of evils coming. CBDCs, police state weaponization that's already here, potential cyber attacks, so that we're prepared. We can get through it with the United States. There's 330 million armed people. But we're going to have to get through if this stuff happens. Three to six months of chaos until the United States dusts off and gets get its uh, sea legs back. That's a fact if it happens. Low probability, but you got to be prepared. But the media is totally distracted. The guy who's actually trying to clean up the mess, or at least one of them, Trump, he's the evil, not the parade of evils I just told you about amongst leftists who love the CCP. Watch this supercut. It's a little over a minute, but this is good. Here's the media. Everything they're doing now, I just warned you about, that the left, the vichy left wants, they accuse Trump of doing in the biggest dipsy-doo flipperoo you've ever seen. Check this out. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president. Um, it, it, because if he is, you can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada because eventually Canada will become annexed to America and shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah. That means he can shoot the first lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail or their rights might be suppressed especially minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. These, Joe, of course, played the Ghostbusters trap. I said, Joe, you got to pull it. What is it? Joe, can you play it again? Does this sound? Can you? Is there a way to do it? Does it sound any different? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Well, what's it? What is any different than what you just heard? Our militias shooting, killing people, hunting them down the street, minorities, old people, seniors, kids, babies, ritual sacrifice. Drinking of blood. Good. Oh, they want a mudley? The chat's demanding a mudley, Joe. I mean, listen, we just show it's your show. So if you demand it, we got to come through in the car. <laughs> Look at that. Right out of the sky. Like freaking Jerry Rice. Take it right out of the sky. Quick hands. This is our original mudley, by the way. You can always tell by the mutley label. And to my Patriot Supply that donated a mutley to the show, I'm really sorry. Lucy came up here and grabbed it and is now eaten the My Patriot Supply Muttley, which was designated MPS. So I'm really sorry. We love you, but uh, this is the original. The chat demandeth, and we produce. Because it's your show, fellas and ladies. Muttley's everywhere. Going freaking bananas. Now, 
These people are losing their minds, but there's some real shit going on here, man. If all these IMF, WEF, International Monetary Fund people, then these globalists weren't worried about a potential financial collapse and all this other stuff, which I'm really worried about, then why is this happening? I want you to listen to that. I really like this guy. This guy, Peter St. Ange. Forgive me if I'm saying the name wrong. I'm terrible with names. But again, my last name is Mongino, so I totally get it. People call me Don all the time, even though my name's Dan. I just roll with it. This guy's pretty good. I like, I like his morning reports. He had this one the other day. I'm kind of a gold guy. I buy a lot of gold. It's, you know, I don't advertise products I don't buy. I like gold. I buy gold because I can touch it. I can feel it. I can see it. And I'm not telling you you got to like put in your entire assets in gold. I'm not your financial advisor. Don't talk to me about your finances. I don't know them or your tolerance for risk. I'm just saying a chunk of my revenue I put in gold uh, because I want to be able to touch it. And when governments around the world start scooping up a lot of gold, I don't know about you, but I get a little suspicious, like something may be going down kind of sort of maybe. Here, listen to this. The world's central banks have been on a gold buying spree this year, raising concerns. Maybe they think something big is coming. In raw numbers, gold buys by central banks are up 34% on the previous year, taking central bank gold holdings above the pre-Nixon record, which is a big deal. Buying has been torrid from both rich countries and poor. So the top buyers were China, Singapore, Turkey, and India. Even the Europeans are buying. More on that in a moment. Now, one of the best kept secrets outside the gold community is that central banks have actually been buying gold ever since the 2008 financial crisis. In other words, whatever reassuring press releases they put out, their behavior says they are worried. Yes, sir, Mr. Peter. This guy is 100% correct. While liberals and vichy libs are putting out all these fancy statements in conjunction with media, communists worried about dogs and cats living together under Donald Trump, what they're actually doing behind the scenes is hedging against the risk they see like a big red light in front of their face by doing what? Buying up a bunch of gold. I'm not interested, ladies and gentlemen, in what they say because it's typically bullshit. I'm interested in what they do. Why are people in the know to tie this show together? Like Barack Obama and a bunch of insiders acting and doing things to wink and nod to us that some bad shit may be coming while they're telling us the exact opposite. And why are they mad at us in the media simply for noticing? The guy's right about people buying gold. Barack Obama did, in fact, get fully behind a disaster flick. And the director of the film apparently got the crap scared out of him by Obama. While the Chinese Communist Party is being publicly reported to be using cyber tools to infiltrate military assets in the United States. None of this stuff is fake. It's real. The media is just mad at us for actually noticing. Why would a bunch of people be buying gold? Gee, I don't know. Here's James Freeman in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. The Congressional Budget Office reported on Friday, nothing to see here, folks. Don't worry about it. The federal budget deficit for October and November of this year. Joe, that's two months, right? Yeah. Joe's still adding two. Yeah, thank you, two. October, November of this year. Wait, two months? Yeah, the federal budget deficit was $383 billion. For the year. No, no, for two months. You mean for the year? No, I don't. I mean for two months. The CBO estimates. Now the amount, that amount is $47 billion more than the deficit recording during the same two-month period last year. 
Although revenues this year, here you want it. You want a kick in the nuts like, ah, oh, my nuts are. Here, here's a kick in the balls. Even though tax revenues this year were $108 billion or 19% higher. So more tax revenue, and yet we're still $47 billion more in the hole than we were last year, and we're $383 billion in the hole over just two months. Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, I mean, really, man. You better get a you better get a, a, a couple crates of that stuff. You're gonna need it for some pain relief. How long you think this can go on? How long you think we can average two hundred billion dollar a month deficits? How long you think we can do that? Oh, it'll fix itself. Yeah, yeah, it will. You'll be dead. Sounds unsustainable, Dan. <laughs> you think? Folks, listen, man, I told you yesterday, secure your personal infrastructure. Get prepared. There's no need to panic. The likelihood of this stuff is low, just like the likelihood of you being in a plane crash is low. That doesn't mean you tell the pilot, oh, don't check the oil in the plane or whatever, because nothing's going to happen. The way you prevent accidents is hardening yourself up and the country doing the right thing. I'm reasonably convinced if we get Donald Trump or a solid Republican in there next, uh, DeSantis or someone else, and I'm not sure I'd be crazy about Haley, but that if we get a strong Republican in there next, we can clean this mess up. I mean, if anyone recognized the threat of China, it was Donald Trump. And that's why he's such a threat to the system. You know what? Let me jump ahead to that video, the Chicago guy, if you would. I'll have to put the other stuff tomorrow. But I just want to leave you on kind of a good note today. I'm starting to really like this guy. This guy, Mark Carter out of Chicago. He's an activist. I saw this, I think it was on Citizen Free Press yesterday. It does have a pretty good uh, social media feed. This guy, Mark Carter, uh, he happens to be black, which again is irrelevant to conservatives who really don't give a shit about the melanin content of your skin. But as you well know, folks, it's all liberals care about. That means everything. It's everything. Your character, your morals, every single thing is determined by your skin color. Conservatives are like, ah, it's not really, uh, really associated with kind of anything other than like, Melanin content to your skin, but libs are obsessed with it, man. It's their thing. Well, of course, in a liberal-based, vichy liberal system, skin color is absolutely a basis for a social credit score. It's a good question. Here's Mark Carter. He's saying, hey, President Trump, come to Chicago. We'll have thousands of people marching with you. And I got to tell you, a couple of years ago, I would have thought this was crazy. Based on some stuff I'm hearing anecdotally and from friends of mine, I'm not sure this guy's... Uh, I don't think this guy's crazy at all. Take a listen. We sent we sent it a direct message, and we asked Trump to come to Chicago, come here and walk these streets with us, and we'll put thousands behind him as he walks the streets. And that's a that's a fact. That's a promise. Fantastic. I think he's right, folks. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's absolutely right. I think the black vote for Donald Trump is significant. All right, I want to end with this today. Folks, you know, liberals love to destroy America, morals, decency, and everything else. I mean, anything anchored in objective truth, of course, is an awful thing. So I don't know if you heard, but we opened up the show talking briefly about the Harvard president. Don't lose any sleep over this. The Harvard president not being able to clearly call out genocide and then not only not losing her job, but earning the support of what, 700 members of the Harvard campus is exactly what modern times needed. Sane people all over now know Harvard equals shit. 
The degree is worthless. If you go to Harvard, apparently your president that you loved out there doesn't even understand what genocide is. They are going to such lengths to protect this woman because they don't want to acknowledge the simple fact that DEI has been an absolute failure, that now she's been credibly accused of plagiarizing some of her, what they call scholarship, what normal people call academic work. But don't worry, folks, in the endless dumbing down of America, Justin, you'll be happy to know this. You you have like a semester left at school, right? Plagiarism's good again. I didn't know this. He's like, really? Yes, folks. Apparently, according to the New York Times, plagiarism is okay. They note in practice, not all instances of potential plagiarism are equal, particularly when they do not reflect any intention to deceive, scholars say. I did this is great. I wish, you know what? It's a real shame. I went through all this stuff in school if I just would have known. I could have pulled up online. I did this paper one time. What are we doing? An analysis of Oracle or something in business school? I could have just pulled it up and hit copy and paste. I've been like, folks, I had no intention to deceive. The New York Times said so. And he brings up a good point. This is the destruction and bastardization of language. Just like when you say from the river to the sea. Ah, we don't mean we have any intention to kill and wipe out the Jews. And you're like, what river are you talking about? Uh, the Jordan. What sea? The Mediterranean. What's between that? Uh, Israel? Who lives there? The Jews. Well, what do you want to do with the Jews? Well, get rid of them. But you just said you don't want to get rid of the Jews. I didn't have any intention to deceive, scholars say. Scholars say. <laughs> I mean, he's right. Genocide, plagiarism. We've got to look at it all in context, guys. Murder, adultery, drug use, alcoholism. All of it has to be looked at in context. You have no intention to deceive? It depends. There's a context. We all have to look at it in context. Freaking people. Holy Moses. This is all, this has been an illuminating past few weeks. Don't get upset about this. Sane people are seeing through it. They just like the Hunter Biden bullshit, I promise you. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. An insane 98,000 people here today. Gosh, it's so good to have you. We're this close to cracking 100 again. It ain't even that crazy of a newsweek. Thank you for supporting Rumble. Spread the word. Do us a favor, though. We've been under relentless attack for a couple days now. Download the Rumble app, please. It is free. It doesn't cost you a dime. Just go to the App Store. Download the Rumble app today. Set up a Rumble account. It's free. You can get on Rumble without an account, but set up an account. That way you can join us in the chat. I'm in the chat every day about 9.45 a.m., I'm Dan Bongino Show. Chat away with Lisa and Hoof and the McGroins and the whole crew over there. You'll see them. They're great. And thank you all for representing. I appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.